Beautiful and grand tonight. And no, it doesn't even matter if you haven't baked one cookie, if you haven't wrapped one gift. It doesn't even matter if you bought any gifts yet because this is girl talk. This is our night to just relax and enjoy the presence of the Lord and the Word of God and to encourage each other in the Lord and to just, just re enjoy being women of God. So this is our night. The Lord bless you tonight. We're going to hear a good word. I know it's a timely word, and we're going to just uh, enjoy sharing all that the Lord has done in our lives. So as we begin, let's begin with a word of prayer. You're all standing, so let's bow our heads and pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you for each and every woman, each and every girl here tonight. I pray that you would bless them exceedingly abundantly above all they could ask for or imagine according to your power that is at work in them your power that is at work through your word I pray that you would give each of them the desires of their hearts as we end come to the conclusion of this year and as we go into the new year that's just around the corner you know each heart you know the desires of each heart you know the prayers you know the prayers that have not have yet to be answered, and we're going to ask you, Holy Spirit of God, to begin sending those answers tonight as we hear the word, and as that word becomes resident in our spirits, that we're going to just latch on to what you have for us, and that is the fulfillment of every dream, desire, goal, and prayer to be answered. And we just give you the praise for it tonight, and everybody said... Amen. Well, God bless you as you're seated this evening, and we're going to just relax and just enjoy a little word before we have our Christmas party. You know, this is like the most wonderful time of the year because it's a time of sharing the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a time of gift giving. It's a time of uh, sharing uh, it's a time of doing things for others. And as women, we're good at that because that's what we do. We do things for others. And so I just want to encourage each of you that you do something good for yourself as, the, as we approach the end of this year to try and fit in a little time every day to do a little something good for yourselves. And one of the most important things we can do for ourselves is to just begin our day with a word of prayer and, and thank the Lord that he's a part of our lives and welcome him into our day each day and to do good things, to do good things. And that's what he does. He does good things in our lives. Well, our message that we have this evening is entitled Christmas Miracles. And, you know, God is a God of miracles. And the miracle-working God that we serve, he's not done yet. And just when we think we're not going to see the answer to something that we have been looking to God for, boom, here it comes. And he is a God of miracles, and I know the word of God will bless us tonight as we see what the word has to say. And as we go into this message, we're going to be talking about having a miracle mindset, thinking thoughts in line with the word of God, in line with what God has for us. You know, we can have a miracle mindset versus a negative mindset or a fearful mindset or a mindset of lack. We can have a miracle mindset. You and I can walk in the higher place where miracles are normal for us, where prayers are answered, and it's just a part of our lives. 
It's a daily part of our lives. I was reminded that, you know, when my dad uh, was in the hospital a couple years ago before he passed, uh, all the negative things that the hospital uh, people were saying, and I just look at my sister and, and said, said, well, we don't want that. Let's just, let's just say what we want. And she just looked at me sometimes like, are you kidding? You must be crazy. But you know, every time God gave us exactly what, what we said, that he wouldn't stay in the hospital, that he would go to rehab, and then he'd get to go home. And, and that's what happened. And so, you know, we just have to learn that God's word is true, and that we can look to his word and we can have this miracle mindset and that we can walk in that place where miracles are normal for us, the place where blessings and healings and answers to prayer are normal. So if you need a miracle today, you're in the right place. If you know somebody that needs a miracle today, you're in the right place. And we're going to learn how to have that miracle mindset. So Jessica, how do we have this uh, miracle mindset? Uh, first, let's look at Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So point number one, have a mindset of peace. Have a mindset of peace. And peace reacts differently to challenges. It doesn't back down, and it doesn't give up. So to have the peace of God in all circumstances, we must renew our mind to the word of God. It's so important, isn't it? Because when we're in a situation uh, that may be challenging, to have the peace of God in that moment, because as, if we have the peace of God, then we're going to be able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. We're going to be able to be reminded of scriptures that we've heard and learned and studied. So it's so important that we practice having peace. Yes, so we can be transformed by renewing our mind. That's what uh, Romans 12, 2 said. And um, with his, his renewing our mind to his word, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So let's look at Proverbs 14, 30. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones, which we could be there forever, but we won't tonight. But because what? Because why? Because envy is like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a part of being a woman because whether, you're, whether or not you or I are envious at any given point in time, sometimes we come across people and it's obvious by the way they're behaving or speaking that maybe they're envious. But look at what the word says, how that envy rots the bones. Well, that's the last thing I want is my bones rotting. <laughs> right. And so uh, that heart of peace is important because right. it gives life. Yeah, life. To not, the body. Not killing the body. And um, I always think people are, don't have enough time on their, like they're not busy enough, they have time to be jealous. Like, I don't know, I don't right. understand that. Y'all need to get a little busier. But <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah 26, three says, you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. And that's really what it is. It's trust mm -hmm. because I know what his word says and it's right. in my heart, it's in my soul. So I trust that the result that I'm believing is coming to pass in the yes. physical, even though it's already been done in the spiritual, that it is coming. It's coming and, so, you're, and you're gonna experience it. You're gonna have the manifestation, the fulfillment right. of it. Right, and that's what that perfect peace is despite what others might be saying, and you've got to limit that too. 
Yes. You can't go to five doctors and get the same five things. You know, you might do better research on who to talk to or just give it time. Well, and then we, as we go to the Word, then we find out, especially reading through, it's so, that's why it's so important to do that daily Bible reading, read through the Bible yearly because you find out that different people in the Bible did different things and got different results. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was King Asa that, you know, he, he didn't seek the Lord first, but he went to the physicians first, and he died. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, sometimes it's important. That's why I said begin each day by talking to the Lord because you want to have the mind of Christ as you go through your day. And so if you're faced with a challenge or a circumstance or a decision you have to make, you already have the mind of Christ and this peace of God that we're talking about. Right, you already have the word in you to yes. react and say, nope, that's not mine. Versus, right. you know, sitting there and thinking, well, maybe, and you like start to accept it versus right. just that word rising up in you and saying no. Right. And um, so that's the important part is to have the word in you. And then in Luke 2.14, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests and his favor rests on us. You right. know, and people try to act like favor is a dirty word sometimes. And I'm like, favor is everything. Yes. I want the favor. I'll yes. take yours. No. Yes. <laughs> well, we, we all have this favor of God on us, and that's really an important part of why Jesus came, is so that <clears throat> we would experience his favor. Right, as his sons and daughters. Yes. So, And that's that holy spiritual father, not the physical earthly father who might not be perfect. It's right. the heavenly father that... He gives us his favor. Right. And to have, have that knowledge, mm -hmm. you know, in me and in us so that as we go through our day, uh, every day, we just know that, you know, we can just begin to uh, sing praises to God in our car or, you know, open our Bible and, and read a psalm or two, whatever we, you know, we need to do to get, get that grounding of peace mm -hmm. in our hearts. And especially, you know, as moms and uh, busy women, sometimes in the course of a given week, we're faced with all kinds of unexpected moments where we have to make decisions, and usually not just for ourselves, but for our children, mm -hmm. you know, or maybe with, with our husbands or for our husbands as well. Right. So it, it's not easy, but with God, it's very doable. Yeah, you just have to be ready. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And so a miracle mindset is a mindset of peace, peace because we know what God has given us and because we have his favor, just like those verses said. And peace comes from knowing God and his word. And when we lack peace and challenges come, sometimes our first response is emotional. Right. And that's when you don't get the best results. Right. Is when you're acting with your emotions because it, it tries to rule us. Right. And as moms, one of our jobs for raising godly women is to say we are not ruled by our emotions or our bodies, time of the month, nothing. Mm -hmm. We have control over our body, yes. and we're not going to be ruled by our emotions because right. that's when you make mistakes. Yes. And that's when you step outside of what you're supposed to do right. according to God's word. And since you've touched on that, you didn't use the word, but I'm going to use it, hormones. Oh, okay. And, like, you know, <laughs> we all have them, and even men have hormones. They're different, but even men have hormones. But, you know, as women, because we go through these cycles of life and our hormones can fluctuate so 
drastically uh, through the various seasons of life. And we have to determine, and that's something to teach our daughters, mm -hmm. that we're not controlled by the physical body. We're not controlled by our hormones. And, and ladies, I'm just gonna throw this out there since it's the last girl talk of the year. You know, it's really, um, it's really a wicked thing. It's really a very manipulative thing to use our um, physical hormones, our cycles to control our husbands or to control the people around us. Yeah. Um, that, that's just, that's just uh, it's very juvenile and it's something that if we weren't taught by our moms, we should teach ourselves and teach our daughters that, you know, we don't, we're not controlled by the physical body. We're, we're, a, we're a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. This is just our clay house. Mm -hmm. This is our house we live in. So I don't let my house control me. You know, it may want to sometimes, you know, shoot, nobody's with me, I'm gonna eat the whole pizza, <laughs> or whatever it is, or I'm gonna eat three pieces of cake tonight, whatever it is, we might, you know, be tempted to let the body control us sometime, but we're not to be controlled by our, our flesh and blood and bones. We're, we're spiritual women, and we have a soul, and we live in a clay house, a flesh and blood and bone body, and I love how that the Bible is so real and tells us how Jesus you know, he was, he was, the Bible says he was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. So he knows what it's like to live in a flesh and blood and bone body. And yet we're, we're supposed to live on that higher level and maintain the peace of God and have a mindset of miracles, have a mindset that's geared to the word of God. And, you know, we all, we all go through these cycles of life as women. And I have to say, it's not to my credit, but I basically spent about 12 years going through the change of life, because that's how long it took me, by eating dark chocolate. I mean, <laughs> you know, that was, that was my go-to thing. It just helped me, you know, get over the hump, and I'd, I'd have my little uh, pieces of dark chocolate hidden in various places in, in the kitchen, the bedroom, my purse you know, desk drawers, and you know, when I, when I just felt like, you know, things were not out of kilter, I just popped that dark chocolate, and, <laughs> you know, and I can't even recommend it. It's not like a godly thing to do. It was a, <laughs> it was a very physical thing for me, but it just, you know, it just seemed to help me, and I thought, well, if it helps, it can't hurt, and so, uh, you know, but, but to, to live a life where you know our mindset is not of oh woe is me and and you know on the on the circumstances or the situations but have that mindset of peace right and we can't have peace when we let our emotions rule so no. that's then then that's what it goes back to we're upset and then you know it's just upsetting to be in our presence right yeah and then it, with five kids I find. If I'm upset, then it like raises a level with each kid, mm -hmm. and it's like we're building up this upset, and it's like, okay, reset, you know, right. retreat. You know, like Jesus knew when to retreat too, which that's what's nice about separate bedrooms. Say, go to your corner, and then, you know, let's all reset. Right. And um, but it's funny. So with emotions, a funny story. So it's not like we're just hammering everyone. Um, with coaching elementary girls basketball this year. 
eight girls in fourth and fifth grade, or nine girls, there's, there's emotions in one of our games recently, a girl who never really acts emotional cried three different times before the game. And I was just like, what, what is going on? So I pulled her to the side, said, did anything happen today? Something wrong? No, I just, I was like, just go get some water and take some deep breaths and come back. <laughs> be, yeah. be ready to warm up. And then happened two more times and I was like, yeah. just, just go get some water, separate yourself from everyone right. and then come back. So it was, it was just harping on saying, okay, take your break and come back, reset. Let's, let's play basketball. So it's, it's been interesting. So, but exactly. And you know, as women and, and then as we teach our daughters, as young women growing up that, you know, we all need to learn how to handle, you know, feelings mm -hmm. and, and, and the physical. And sometimes, you know, these young girls, they don't know why they, they feel like they need to cry or want to cry or should be crying, and they are yes. crying. Yes. And so yeah. to learn how to, you know, help them yeah. and, and what to do and how to handle those, those moments. Right. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just you know, doing that all in love, you know, right. for um, everyone's best. And, and yes. you know, at our home, me trying to be at my best yeah. for everyone else's peace, too. Yes. It so. makes a difference, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. So. yes. Tell us your secret, Jessica. Now that we know Pastor Sue likes dark chocolate, what is your secret? <laughs> um, Pastor Sue gives me chocolates, too. So there so. we go. It's just chocolate. <laughs> she said, these, these are good. I said, okay, I'll take them. <laughs> I might have chocolate. some in my teaching bag too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Even my husband now likes the chocolate that my mom gives us. You know, <laughs> as big and tough as he is, he yeah, is always taste. like, oh, is that chocolate from your mom? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's the fancy chocolate. It's so good. Yeah. Um, point number two for tonight is have a mindset of expectation. Believe that God does miracles today and he does them for you yeah. and me. Yeah. Miracles are for you, they're for me, and we have to have a expect a miracle mindset. Mm -hmm. um, when I was pregnant with Riley, I was told so many different things before I found out I was pregnant with her. I didn't realize I was already pregnant during the early part of the pregnancy. And, um, you know, something that Derek really encouraged me in was don't say it. Don't say it again. Have faith. And that is what you have to do. Expect a miracle. Yes. God knows what he is doing. Yes. And he is for you. And he is not against you. Whether you're dealing with finances, needing provision in your physical body, or women's dealing with hormones or raising children, he is for you. And he knows what you're going through. Expect a miracle. God can do miracles for others and stand in the gap for others. Our Women, sisters in Christ, if women in your family, pray for them every day. Even if you think something's wrong and I don't know what it is because they don't share everything, wake up and pray for them. If you wake up in the middle of the night, I always think, besides, you know, did I hear Riley running through the halls? Because <laughs> sometimes she's a little confused on her timing. She'll come in and check, is it breakfast yet? No. It's three or four in the morning. We're not to breakfast yet. We've got to go back to bed for a little bit longer. Um, but
but, you know, pray for someone. You know, the first person that comes to your mind, think, maybe God's put them on my heart. I need to stop and pray for them. Do you need provision? Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fishes in Matthew 15. So let's start reading there. Matthew 15, 35. He told the crowd to sit on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. After the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over, the number of those who ate was 4,000 besides women and children. Do you need a healing? A dead girl was raised to life, and a woman with no doctor could heal was healed by her faith in Jesus. Let's turn to Luke in chapter 8, verse 40. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman who was there had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. He's, who touched me, Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, you, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that the power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, Someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead. He said, don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. I will stop there. So don't be afraid. Just believe. And sometimes we need to have radical faith. When we're expecting that miracle, to hang on and to have that radical faith. And that believe that God is with you. He is for you, yes. and he can, do, he can do another miracle in your life, whatever you're expecting from him. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. There's our <laughs> emotional check. He's right. like, stay outside. Stop wailing. Yes, stay outside <laughs> and stop wailing. Sometimes yeah. we have to stop wailing yeah. or feeling sorry for ourselves. Yeah. Or wanting sympathy and repeating mm-hmm. yeah. what someone's told us. Right. Stop wailing. She is not dead but asleep. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. And sometimes people might laugh at us and think, that's crazy. And we yeah. just have to know that's crazy faith. Yes. yes. That we have crazy faith to believe that God's word is true. Yeah. And we are going to say it, believe it, yeah. and take action on it. Yeah. That was so good. But he took her by the hand and said, my child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. And I think importantly is, you know, a part of parenting would be, you know, when our kids are sick, to teach them to say what God's word says, to pray it over them. Um, from simple scrapes and boo-boos to sometimes needing a really big healing in their physical bodies. Mm -hmm. And I I think that it is important for when you young adults, when you reach a certain age and you are working and you're paying for things, you're off of college or you're a working young woman, that it is time. 
time for you to say, it's my faith that I need. And I can pray and believe God for the miracle that I need. He knows what I need. And I'm going to believe in him. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, I, though the sentence about this woman who had that issue of blood for 12 years, and it said, you know, none of the doctors could heal her, none of the doctors could help her, and other gospels it said that, you know, she, she was just harmed all the more yes. in, in her pursuit of a healing. But it says in Luke's gospel here, she told why, say why, why, why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. So the why, of her touching Jesus was all on her because other gospels say she thought to herself, if I just touch mm -hmm. the hem of his garment, I will be healed. Mm -hmm. And so her, it was her faith that healed her. Mm -hmm. And so this is, this is such an encouraging example, I think, for us women that sometimes, you know, uh, we feel like we're all on our own. And we're never all on our own if we know the Lord. And the why of how of the reason she touched him was the re, was how she was instantly healed because she thought to herself, if I could just touch him. And so we have we don't have Jesus here physically, but we have the Holy Spirit if we're born again. And so we have his spirit living in us, and then we have the word, and the Bible says that he is the word. So Christ is the living word. And when we read the word, when we speak the word, when we have this miracle mindset, then his word becomes resident in us. And that word spoken then produces results. Right. And yep. so that healing can come because we're speaking the word of God. We're speaking the words of life. We're speaking the words that Jesus spoke. And to add to that, also being in church and service where the yeah. presence of the Lord is, yeah. where something can just happen even as you're worshiping. Exactly. And so that's being here every service. Yes. And being on time yes. to get all of praise and worship so yes. you're ready for the service because we need it to be ready for the service. Right. And just to enter his presence and to be ready yes. to receive. To look, to look to the Lord. You know, for the meeting of every need, to look to the Lord for our answered prayer and expect to receive something from God when we enter into worship, when we enter into his house, praise and worship and hearing the word that our answers in the services because it's that, it's that presence of the Holy Spirit, not just in us, but then in, in that whole corporate body of Christ and it's powerful. Right, that's why it's important for us to meet. Yes. Oh. Always, yes. always. My answers are in the services. Yes. <laughs> All of our answers. And yes. I never forget the power of praise. A lot of times I think we, yeah. we, we talk about how to expect a miracle. And one of the most important things I learned from Pastor was the power of praise. Praising God. Praising him for what he's done in your life. Praising him for what you're expecting. And praising God for what his word says about your circumstance. Finding the scriptures about your circumstance and just praising him. There's something that praise can do that can take your eyes off of the circumstance and put your eyes back on Jesus. Because yes. when we're praising the Lord, he becomes greater than our problem. Yes. He becomes greater than our situation. He becomes greater than even maybe the physical pain in our body. And it's in those moments then that the healing comes. Yes. 
that salvation of God comes. Mm -hmm. And so we have a miracle mindset. And when we focus on the word of God, then the word of God is what becomes uh, always present in our thinking, if I can say it that way. And then thirdly, we're to have a miracle mouth. John Osteen has a great little booklet called uh, There's a Miracle in Your Mouth. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to have a miracle mouth, a mouth that speaks what we want, a mouth that speaks forth the word of God. So we need to confess the miracles of God. And as I confess the miracles of God, then I'm going to see more answers to prayer, not less. When I confess and proclaim the scriptures that cover my case, my need or situation, then I'm going to see my need met, I'm going to see my situation change, and I'm going to see whatever thing I've been facing totally, totally blessed and and taken care of by the word of God, by the presence of God. You know, this uh, woman with the issue of blood and also uh, Jairus, uh, whose daughter was, had died, actually, um, both of them had an aggressive faith. They went after getting their answer from the Lord. Mm -hmm. They didn't just, you know, stay where they were and cry uh, but they, they had an aggressive faith. And I think as women, we need to encourage ourselves. In that regard, it's okay to be just as aggressive as we want to be to have an aggressive faith. The woman healed in Luke 8 had to push through the crowd to get to Jesus. And so we don't have to push through a crowd now because Christ is in us. His word is, is, is here you know, we just need to open our Bibles to read his word. We can read it out loud. His Holy Spirit, if we're born again, lives in us. But uh, sometimes we need to push aside all the other things, all the distractions or all the other voices or all the other things that would keep our attention from looking to the Lord. And so it's good to have an aggressive faith. And she had this thought, and I want to say it was a miracle thought that if she just pushed through the crowd and could get to him and touch his hem, that she would be healed. And that was her thought. Mm -hmm. Nobody told her that, mm -hmm. but that was her thought. She had heard about Jesus. She had heard that, that miracles happen, that healings happen. But it was her thought, and she had to think miracle thoughts, and then she spoke miracle words to herself. If I can just get to the hem and touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. And to speak miracle words for her faith to heal her, and it did. And so I want to just encourage all of us tonight that, you know, we can be like that woman. We can be like Jairus, who needed a healing for his daughter, and we can just say, I'm not going to settle for less than what I know God has provided for me by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And that's an aggressive faith. And it brought that woman and it brought Jairus and his wife to that place of peace. So we can go ahead in this regard and be pushy women, you know, be aggressive women in faith and that, that we have a faith in Christ and we're going to be aggressive to get our needs met and to have our miracles manifest. You know, Jesus raised the little sick girl from the dead. He also raised Lazarus, his friend from the dead. And he's the same miracle working God today. He's just the same. His word is just as real. His word is just full as full of life as when he walked the earth himself physically and spoke those words. And so even if 
Uh, we've perhaps labored through 2023 and haven't gotten all the answers to prayer we've desired, or maybe there's something in particular tonight that you have in your life that you want to see resolved or you want to see uh, healed or you want to see provided for, then this is the night that we can say, just like that woman, if I can just reach out and grab a hold tonight of what God has for me, then I'm going to have that tonight. Mm -hmm. And so let's all stand as we conclude. We're going to conclude a little different. I want to conclude... Uh, in two ways. We're going to have a, a, a little time of prayer as we conclude this evening, and I want to say it this way, that, that the presence of God, the Spirit of God, the Word of God, we've heard the Word tonight, and so the Word of God is here, and by the presence of the Holy Spirit, and so if you're here tonight, and maybe you need God to breathe new life into you, to, to resurrect a dream maybe that you have allowed to die because you didn't see your answer to prayer come to pass when you thought it would, or maybe you need a physical healing in your body, something that you have put up with throughout the course of this year or the last several weeks or months, and you think enough is enough, and I don't want to have that going on in my life as I go into 2024, then tonight is our night to see a miracle happen. And for those that you love, perhaps you're here tonight and you would say, Pastor Sue, my heart is burdened for someone that I've been praying for and I have not seen them receive that answer. Well, tonight's our night, but, we're, but before we pray for one another, uh, we're going to give an opportunity for those here who may not have uh, accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior yet. So let's all bow our heads this evening, and Father, we just thank you as heads are bowed tonight, and you see each one of us here. You see our hearts. You, you know what we have been uh, about in the course of this year. You know what we've been about in the last few days, weeks, and we thank you, Father God, by the power of your Holy Spirit. You shed your light, the light of your word upon our hearts this evening. And as heads are bowed, if you're here this evening and you'd say, Pastor Sue, I have never committed my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I've never received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. If that's you here tonight, then I want you to raise your hand where you're standing, and we're going to just have a, have a time here, a few moments to pray. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you'd like to do so tonight, or perhaps you're here and you'd say, Pastor Sue, I, I've I have in the past walked with the Lord, but I've gotten away from God and the things of God, and I want to recommit my life to the Lord here tonight. If that's you here tonight, then I want you to raise your hand because I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you tonight. Anyone at all? Well, let's pray for those who may be, who may be watching. Uh, are, okay, let's, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. And if that's you tonight, if you want to recommit your life to the Lord tonight, if you want to commit your life to the Lord along with those who may be watching uh, this message, let's pray out loud together. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word. And I thank you for the opportunity to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I thank you that in times gone by, I've done my own thing, and I've gone my own way. But tonight, right now, I turn, I, and I commit my life 
to you. I ask that you would forgive me of all my sins. And I thank you that your word says that you do it and that you remove my sins from me as far as the east is from the west. And I commit myself to read your word, to be in your house, to hear your word, to live according to your word. And I welcome your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, live in my heart and fill me with your presence. Give me the gift of speaking in other tongues. Give me that prayer language that I might be strengthened in my prayer life. And I thank you that as I do these things, Lord, you will bless my life, you'll strengthen my life, and you'll bring many miraculous answers to pray of prayer in my life. And I give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So God bless you. And if you did, if you prayed that prayer tonight, you're here and you want a pastor's booklet, God's Very Own Child, just come see me afterwards while we're eating and fellowshipping, and I'll see that you get one. I know we'll have some at the uh, info booth there. And if you're watching and you've prayed that prayer and you've committed your life to the Lord and you'd like us to send you that book, God's Very Own Child, we'd be happy to do it. You can contact us, faithchristiancenterarlington.com, and we'd be happy to send you that booklet and a Bible if you need a Bible. And so, ladies, as we conclude, because it is the last service of the year, um, I don't like to carry baggage. I don't know about you, but I don't like to carry baggage, and I don't like to carry baggage into the next year. I like finished business. I like a clean slate. I don't like to take things from one year into the next that, that aren't positive. And so I just, I just want to end in prayer, and if no one needs prayer, then that's okay, but I just feel like uh, we don't need to carry any baggage at all. And so if there are ladies here and you need a physical healing in your body or you need a, a, a miraculous provision, because our examples tonight that we read about were about miraculous provision mm -hmm. and also healing. Uh, if you need miraculous provision or you need a healing, I want you, if you want to, if you don't, you can receive prayer at your seat. We're cool. But if you, if you want to come to the front, I want you to step out and come to the front and just line up across the front. And we're going to just take like three or four minutes max and pray. Just, just feel free to come out, come out to, uh, to the front and just line up across the front. And then if there are ladies here and God has miraculously answered a prayer for you. Just kind of stand in front of me here. Just come closer. And if there are ladies here, and, and line up. And if there are ladies here, and God has miraculously answered a prayer for you, and the last month, and, and, the, and at any time in this past year of 2023, I want you to come stand behind these ladies. You come stand behind them, okay? You need prayer, you're in the front row, and you've received a blessing, a miracle, and this year already, and you've got faith, and you're going to stretch out your faith for these women, okay? All right, come on, let's make our line. If you need prayer, you want the front row. The second row is for ladies that God's answered their prayer, and they're going to be interceding for those in front of them. All right, and Jessica and Christina, 
See, I'm organized. I do this different than the men folks. So uh, Jessica, I want you to start at this end. Christina, you start at that one, and you're going to go across the line. You're going to lay hands, and you're going to pray for these women that they're going to receive a miraculous answer to prayer before this year is out, even tonight, in Jesus' name. And, and I'm going to pray out as well as, you, as we conclude. But you, you start at one end, Jessica starts the other. You meet in the middle. That way we've handled everybody, just like a school teacher, right? <laughs> Yeah, just like a school teacher. And I just want you to lift up your hands and just say right now, thank you, Lord God, I receive my miraculous answer. Thank you, Lord God, I receive my miraculous answer in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, and we just praise you tonight because you are a God of miracles. You are a God who answers prayer. And if it's a physical need, we thank you, Father God, as hands are laid upon these women, that they are healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We rebuke any growth. We rebuke any lump. We rebuke any wart. We rebuke any cyst. We rebuke anything that is not of God and any physical body of any woman standing here tonight. We thank you, Father God, if there's a woman here and she needs her ovaries resurrected so that she can conceive a child and carry a baby full term, let it be done unto her tonight. We thank you, Father God. You are a God who blesses, the Bible says, our bread and water and takes sickness and disease out of our midst. And I thank Thank you, Father God, that there shall be none who are barren or miscarry in our land. And I proclaim that for Faith Christian Center and for the body of Christ here. We thank you, Father God. You are a miracle-working God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit of God that's quickening physical mortal bodies for provision. And we thank you, Lord God, if anyone is needing provision, financial or in a job or in a situation concerning their home or their rent or their automobile. It's done in Jesus' name. We thank you for miracles tonight of provision. We thank you for healing tonight. We thank you, Lord God. Let there be none among us, Lord God, who enters into the new year with any uh, sickness or disease or infirmity because Jesus himself took up our infirmities. He bore our diseases and by his stripes we have been healed. And we thank you, Father God, and we latch a hold of that word tonight. We latch a hold of your word tonight and we thank you that healing is the children's bread and you bless that bread and water we eat every day and you take sickness and disease out of our midst and we thank you for it. We thank you for miraculous answers to prayer. We thank you, Father God. Let there be no pain in any woman's body as she finishes out this year and goes into the new year. Even tonight as we lay upon our beds, if there's been pain in any part of our bodies, Lord God, let us say in Jesus' name, it's completely gone and let it be gone in Jesus name we just thank you Father God for every need met and for the provision of the Lord to be seen because salvation and healing belong to us as children of God and we just give you all the praise and all the glory for it we just thank you Lord just lift up your hands and just begin to praise him and thank him because he's a miracle working God and he does miracles in our lives he answers prayer. He is not far from us. He answers prayer. Let's just lift up our hands and rejoice as these ladies go back to their seats rejoicing. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You heal us. You deliver us. You set us free. 
No weapon formed against us prospers. We're the blessed of the Lord. We're the healed of the Lord. One of my favorite psalms is Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all my sins. Say, all my sins. And heals all my diseases. Say, all my diseases. And who redeems my life from the pit. He redeems my life from the pit and he crowns me with love and compassion. And, he, and then the, the cream, the cake, uh, the, the icing, the cream is the next verse. And, and he restores my youth like the eagles. So don't say you're tired or you're old or you're worn out. He restores my youth like the eagles. I may be 68, but I feel 48. You may be 48, but you feel 28. God is a good God, and he's a healing God. And you know that salvation and that healing go together. It's not one or the other. And as his daughters, we have it all. We get the whole enchilada, the whole cake. It's all of ours in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Are you blessed tonight? God's a good God, isn't he? He's a good God. And we're healed. Say we're healed. And we're saved. And as pastor's been saying, let's say it like he says, I'm just as wondrously and marvelously and gloriously healed as I am wondrously and marvelously and gloriously saved.